Blog Talk Radio. I want to talk to you from the subject, don't be indifferent toward money. I have discovered some very interesting psychological reasons for people having money problems. Now, your problems with money are your abundance of money, for that matter, begin with what I call your financial psychology. And I've never heard that term before, so write it down. And repeat that with me, financial psychology. And so I want to begin right away by giving you a question to interrogate yourself with so that you might determine your financial psychology. Here's the question. What is your attitude toward money? And you might write this in the first person. What is my attitude toward money? Now that may seem strange, and I've really never heard anybody probe into the psychological area of money much before Reverend Ike came along. As a matter of fact, that question sounds rather strange. What is my attitude toward money? The average person would say, well, what the hell has that got to do with the fact that I don't have the money that I need? Your attitude toward money has everything to do with your experience of money. Your attitude toward money will draw money to you or repel money from you. Your attitude toward money will help to maneuver you into better positions of financial compensation. And your attitude toward money can even cut you off from getting that job or that position that would bring you greater financial rewards. As someone has so aptly said, everything begins in mind. And money, like everything else, is a psychic vibration. And in order to experience money or any of the goodness of life, as you should, you have to be in tune with the infinite. Another question I'm going to give to you to interrogate yourself with. Do I have a repulsive attitude toward money? Do I have an attitude that is repulsive to money? Now, I'm talking about money as if it were a person. Because here again, money is a psychic vibration. And you remember in some of my other money sermons, I've told you things like money is just like a woman. And in the psychic area of life, yes, money is a person. Money has a mentality. Money has emotions. Money has feelings. And if you hurt the feelings of money, she is going to stay away from you or give you trouble. Or both. <laughs> it is impossible to be indifferent toward money and have a good relationship with it. Over the past two years dealing with people and the money situation, I've discovered some interesting things about people's indifference to money and what it will do to them in their relationship with money. I'm thinking of a very brilliant young man who was in college making all A's. And somewhere around his 
junior year, he got a job at the college, working in the college radio station, and he told me about it, and he was all excited and told me all that he was doing at the college radio station. And I said to him, I said, son, how much money are they paying you for that? He said, oh, you know, it, that, that doesn't matter. Right there, I said to myself, I said, gee. And I told him, I said, now, don't be indifferent to money. Because if you're indifferent to money, you're going to have problems. He said, oh, he said, but, you know, that doesn't really matter what they're paying me. So finally, he graduated from college. And for about a year after he graduated from college, he had difficulty finding a job. There he was, a blue ribbon student. And every once in a while, I would talk to him, and I would work with him to help him purge out his indifferent attitude toward money. Finally, I think he just about got rid of his indifference to money and got settled into society. But this shows you how your indifferent attitude toward money will give you problems that you will never think has anything to do with your attitude toward money. I was counseling a very aristocratic lady in Beverly Hills, California. Her late husband left her a wealthy woman, but she said her money got away from her. And I wondered why, and I listened to her for just a moment. As I've told you before, Within 60 seconds after a person stops talking to me, I can size them up. That's why he said, I don't need to talk all day long. I tell you what to do, and if you do what I tell you, it'll work. Because, as I said in Philadelphia last night, I guarantee my stuff. But anyway, I discovered that the reason this lady's money got away from her was because she had an indifferent attitude toward money. I found that out because at the same time, someone was interested in hiring her. And the person said to her, well, how much money do you want for accepting this position? And she said to the person who was about to hire her, well, I don't really know, it doesn't matter. And I said to her, if you did that, that is exactly why your money got away from you in the first place. Don't ever give money the idea that it doesn't matter to you. Please write that down. Again, I want you to learn to deal with money as a psychological or a psychic entity. Deal with money as a personality. You know, the theologians and the philosophers, that for that matter, have personalized everything else. Error has been personalized as the devil, for example. I personalize money as a very beautiful but very sensitive and aristocratic woman. If you deal, start dealing with money on that basis, you'll get ahead a lot faster with money. Never speak lightly of money. Let me give you one of those statements that people are always making about money and thinking nothing of it, but all the same time they're talking money away from them. You can hear people say so many times, well, money isn't everything. 
Let's all confess. Who has ever said anything like that? Come on, let's just wave them high so we can confess and let these things go. Uh-huh. That is an indifference toward money. That expresses an indifferent attitude. No, money is not everything. But it's like the old song says, money won't buy everything, it's true. But what it won't buy, I can't use. <laughs> People say, well, money isn't all that important as long as you have love. And these silly young girls, <laughs> present company accepted, who come to me and say, Reverend I guy, my boyfriend, we want to get married. And the first question I ask, does he have any money, honey? <laughs> no, but we've got love. I said, try paying the rent and buying the baby's milk with that, you fool. <laughs> as long as we've got love, we can make it. Don't you believe that nonsense? Get hungry enough, you won't care about making love. <laughs> Who wants to smooch hungry? <laughs> so never speak lightly of money. Money's feelings are easily insulted. And she will go the other way. She will stick her head in the air and turn her nose up at you and ease on down the road. <laughs> money isn't everything. Never get on this kick about what money isn't. I guess it was some six years ago, you know, when people were beginning to say things like, oh, well, Reverend Ike is just after the money. I'd say, you're partly right. <laughs> you see, that's another thing. Don't be a hypocrite about money. See, that's important. And write that in. Don't be a hypocrite about money. And that's the first thing I tell these interviewers when they say, well, what about you and all this money? I said, you know, the truth is I don't love money any more than anybody else. It's just that I'm not a hypocrite about it. Protect your temple with the Solomon's Temple. Peace, God. What's up? Hey, peace, God. Hey, everything all How right? How you doing? Everything good, yeah. Everything is good. Can't complain. Just, you know, just hanging in there. Yeah. yeah that's um, trying to get stuff together. Um so up with you? We hadn't done a show in a minute. Yeah, man, that that um the weather weather finally dropping now. Uh yeah, the temperature dropping. <laughs> yeah, it's that time of the year. Um I mean, you know, without, you know something. Um, the school has started. Children have been in school. 
and all these predictions about all these mass sicknesses and all that, it hasn't really come true though. It hasn't. <laughs> no, it is like it's like a normal school year, other than the fact that some of them want to wear masks and some don't. You know, there's a division on that. Like my the school my daughter goes to, it's optional that they wear masks. Ah, and guess what happens? What? Guess what's going on? What? Nothing. Nothing. I get an email every now and then. There's some one impactful case, and just don't come to school if you got symptoms, stuff like that. Um, but it hasn't. Like I'm when when I pull up to the school, it looks like a normal school. And when it first That's started, right. a lot of kids was wearing a mask and stuff like that, and then now it's. I don't. I barely even see these masks. That's right. You know, I, I don't see them. Te- you know, the teachers the, standing out there. That, you know, it shows that oh, mask or no mask is still going to be the same thing. That's right. You know, yeah. So yeah. So mask or no mask, same thing. That's right. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. And we here we are in November, and I'm watching people who have been vaccinated wear two masks. That's right. I'm like, that's right. Are you some kind of stupid? Like, you took something to protect yourself, and now you wearing two things to protect yourself from the very thing right. you protected yourself from. I'm like, right. are you stupid? And they and, then, and be serious about it. Like, where's yours? Where's your thing? That's you know, right. We went out to dinner the other day to a restaurant. It's crazy how they want you to wear the thing on the way in. Then sit down, you can just take it off. <laughs> it's stupid. That man's stupid. Yeah. That's <laughs> stupid. It's stupid. That man's like, really. Are we retarded? Yeah. I swear it's somebody really, who made these rules up is sitting around laughing at folks. They got to. <laughs> you laughing at these people, man. I swear they laughing. Like, uh, <laughs> we, we get these motherfuckers to do anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, and doing it for nothing. Like, right. The, the like, biggest, crazy. The, the, the biggest episode of, of Punk. Yeah. It's an episode of Punk. Yeah, they they, they they uh you know you know they got to take somebody out in the hospital every now and then to keep it going. You know they got yeah somebody died from COVID. They got they, you know they got they got to keep to keep that narrative going. Got to keep it going. Yeah. Every, every week somebody give me that that anecdotal argument. It's the same anecdotal argument. They know somebody has died. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. You have to look into the details of the death. Okay, what happened? What was going That's on? Right. Like, there's somebody that's been in the hospital. I talked to somebody. They, yeah, he, he got COVID. They keep taking him out of a coma, and he going back in. It's painful. And I'm saying in my mind, they want him dead. That's right. Because what he's doing, his body is fighting it. 
and they keep giving him stuff to keep him there. <laughs> so eventually right. he's going to die, and guess what? He died. That man stayed in the hospital probably a good. Since I talked to the other guy, it was over a month and a half ago when I talked to him about this particular person that we used to work with. And what he was telling me, he described, yeah, yeah he's fighting it, and he, but every time he come out, he's not recovering. No, let's look at it in a different way. He's coming out of it, and they they claiming that he's got a problem, and they just keep medicating and medicating him or doing whatever they're doing. He's on that that um, he was on a respirator or the you know whatever that machine is. I said that's what's killing him. That's what's killing him. And they keep giving him the medication to make him go back under, which is causing stress on his body. Eventually, he's gonna, his body's just gonna give up, I and mean, that's what happened. He just recently passed. So you telling me you got the man in the hospital for over a month fighting this thing. He keeps coming out of the, the stuff you're giving him. That means he's strong. That's right. And you're weakening him every time you medicate him. You know? Another thing, I've never seen something you need three shots to make it work. Tells me the first one never worked in the first place. It's a, a confident uh, get you to trust the system. Mm-hmm. A confident boost. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. Uh, I've never seen where you had to get something three times in less than a year in order for it to be effective. I, I, I really, I really don't know enough about it to understand why they. Because, um, you know, I I think it's a duck, you know, the first one, the dummy shot. And I'm trying to figure out how the, um, how does, you know what I'm saying, how they inject the, the material in, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had a couple of people that's taking the first shot. And don't have magnetism. And then mm-hmm. I've also had people take two shots. I finally met some people that then took two shots that didn't have magnetism as well. Mm-hmm. So some of them are, 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 I think, a dummy shot uh, or didn't, um, didn't, it didn't work. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. didn't, it didn't bind to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I'm trying to figure that part out. Mm-hmm. You know, but the over, but the overwhelming majority magnetized. You know, right. so it's like, you know, what I'm saying it could be the blessing. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where the weapon could be formed against certain people. You know, mm-hmm. or they could just well, do you like know, every time they pull stunts like that, it is never. Uh, yeah, you know it didn't it didn't last. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying. Every time they pulled, you know, we remember the Tuskegee experience. It worked for them, you know, for a while, and then they got exposed. But to, you know, when you look at the Tuskegee experience, all them people still pretty much survived that. They still live. Right now, here's yeah. the thing: they claim that all these big things happen, but. Um, what did they give him? Syphilis? Yeah. So, 
let's look at that. Let's look at you see if you are thinking and critical thinking, you can see right through the bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So is syphilis that bad? That you gave some people who lived for many years with this disease. Right. That you claim is a sexually transmitted disease. Right. Or is syphilis renamed other things? So you have to look at stuff and start, okay, what are the symptoms? And then say, what other things out there have the same symptoms? Right. So when you look at lupus and you look at um, Lyme disease, they both have the same symptoms as syphilis. So are they the same thing? Are they one and the same thing? Mm, that's, a, that's, a, that's a deep thought. <laughs> what, is I never, I never what is lupus and syphilis? What it is, it's a compromise of the immune system, number one. Yeah. And number two, it's an autoimmune disease. Right. What causes autoimmune disease? Bad nutrition. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Bad nutrition, yeah. right? Malnutrition, right. basically. So, and a lot of sisters are coming down with lupus in their later years in life. You know, I'm between 30 and 40. They, oh, they, oh, you got lupus. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. coincidentally, you might want to sit down when I tell you this. Because it's going to make sense okay. when I say it. Coincidentally, okay. the uh, they they coming up with lupus in in they in they they mid years and, and and you know a lot of them coming up with lupus in the medical field. Which, right. Am I making that up? But I just right. A lot of the sisters that are coming up with lupus. Can you can you confirm? If if not, just confirm, but not confirm. They're in the medical field. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, I have a lot of clients with it, but um, you know, a lot of them be um, I mean, shit, CNA is medical, right? But but now 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 let's stay right there. Now this is where you need to sit down. These are the same interest, industries that require vaccination. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I never, I never put that together, but, but, now, so where are they getting the lupus from? If I'm, I just started off by saying syphilis, lupus, Lyme disease, uh, have the same symptoms. Mm-hmm. They say Lyme disease come from ticks, and they'll, they'll right. diagnose an older woman in her fifties and above. Oh, you got Lyme disease? Because why? Because she's not so sexually active at that age. So they said, well, it diagnosed her with Lyme disease. But they get vaccinated too. And see, and see what you're saying, it makes sense because um, I'm working with this man now with Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I had to leave it alone because sometimes I'd be trying to figure out how people get stuff. And then I'm like, I, I bet when you when you ask him, you, was he vaccinated, ask him that question. Okay, I ask him that later. <laughs> next time we have, next time we see each other. But the thing that I couldn't figure out was this part. I kept asking, I was like, well, damn, you going to Woods? Like, 
that's the part that was tripping me out. Like, damn, you was in the woods? And he was like, no, I don't even go outside like that. <laughs> so how did he get it? So, but then, you know, I had to leave it alone. Because I said, you sure they died? He said, and he showed me they died. No, I'm with it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know, because, um, shit, that's your diagnosis. I can't argue with you about your diagnosis, you know, because only doctors supposed to do the diagnosis game. But I don't right. understand why he would have it if he didn't go outside. And I'm like, well, damn, when did you, did you see a tick on you? When did you get bit? Because usually you pull ticks off of you. Because, you know, mm-hmm. man, I'm a country, you know. But let me ask you something. I'm sure growing up in the country, plenty of people have gotten ticks. How many people develop Lyme disease? Exactly. Now, <laughs> only time this Lyme disease came out was when they increased the vaccination rates, when they started coming out with flu shots and all of this stuff. If you look at the increasing Lyme disease diagnosis and look at vaccination uh, protocols, I guarantee you they'll line up to each other. To, to each other. Shit, man, I'm going to so, call him just, um, and just <laughs> ask him. You mm-hmm. know, how many vaccines took? Because it's crazy. Because, you know, you're saying this, I was trying to, because, like, I was, I even made, I even told him, I said, man, I go outside. I be outside in the, in the woods all the time collecting herbs. And I, you know what I'm saying? I even walk my dog in the... Um, I, man, a lot of us been in the woods ain't never got no daggone tick. And shit, I was even saying it, that... Propaganda. I, I even told him, I say, um, you know, when I was a kid, my dog used to have ticks. You know, I had a dog when I was a kid that had ticks. And, and um, I used to keep the flea collar on and give them the stuff. And I was like, well, this dog I got now... Don't got no tick stuff on them, and he never no. had ticks on them. <laughs> it be both. Okay, <laughs> let, let me tell you, this is how diabolical this whole thing is. When you when you know you are inoculating people with something that eventually is going to be revealed that they got something, but you got to give them a diagnosis. Got to give them a diagnosis. So what do you do? Mm-hmm. You work with the you work with the the, the the commercial companies, pharmaceutical companies, and you work with the media to start pumping out a narrative. When mm-hmm. did you start hearing about Lyme disease? Lyme disease became popular probably towards the late to early 2000s. You saw commercials everywhere about Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Then you, oh, Lyme disease. Lady developed Lyme disease. It just kept being pump, pump, pump. Now you don't see commercials too much about it now. Mm-hmm. Right? Why? Because at that time, they was increasing. You need that. You need flu shots. You need these shots. You need that shot. You need that shot. And in those vaccines is syphilis. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go to the doctor, you got Lyme disease. Now, you just created a problem for somebody that didn't have a problem. Now, we can treat that. <laughs> The brother thought that he had mold, and the man he ran up these crazy hospital bills, these crazy bills, and then they 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 switched it to um they they gave it because first they didn't know what was wrong with them. Mm-hmm. And there's um Lyme disease. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, 
That's all I'm saying. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Somebody brought that to my attention, and then when I looked into it for myself, it, you know, most of the people I know that had lupus, they either got a shot or they was in the medical field where they had to get shots. Yeah. And I a lot of like, them are oldest, you know, middle-aged sisters, close to middle-aged. Yeah. I know I know this lady, and, um, you know, he um, had lupus, go in the hospital, and, um, in fact, she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. She went in the hospital with lupus. And um, cause she my sister sister in law best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, went in the hospital with Lucas. They um, so then she she's in now, and then um, they give us up. They give us the wrong treatment, and mm-hmm. man, she ain't walked again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they gave her, but they gave her the wrong thing. And they acknowledged it because um, the charts was backwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they could have gave her. They could have made her paralyzed. Mm. Are they paying her? Huh? Are they paying her? I'm pretty sure. But you know... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was, it was about two or three years ago. You know they paid her, or or if it's in the works, but they acknowledged the mistake. But man, when you can't walk, you lose your legs. Um, she cares? probably could have been healed. You think she could have been healed? Yeah, she can be healed, but she, you know what I'm saying. She don't trust nobody. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, that's I, the problem. I, I, told, I told my sister-in-law that. You know, I work with her. She wanted me to, and she just, man, and I understand. You go yeah, that's the like problem. That. Who you, go, you don't want nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to probably come around later because after a while, she's going to start trying to figure out something that she can do to help herself. Mm-hmm. But, you know, last time I talked to my sister-in-law, it was just more like, you know, she just wanted to die type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I know yeah. they're paralyzed. I don't, I don't know how I would take it either. Mm-hmm. You know? She probably um, just needs something to heal when they get her legs back mm-hmm. working. Some people just got strong minds. Right. You know, I I got this client, man. He is the strongest. I've never met a human with a mindset like his. Ever. Uh-huh. Ever, ever. And I told him, man, I said, you the coolest human I've ever met. You know, he, um, both his legs are gone, amputated. Mm. He, uh, he owned dialysis. He he got one eye. His eye been um, uh, removed. And, um, and... I went to see him yesterday. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm working to get him off dialysis. I ain't never heard this man complain. Mm. He had, had me laughing and 
be funny as hell, and and it's like it's not that that comedian type comedy where you um you trying to make people laugh to stop from crying. It's just that's just him, man. Cause um when I met him, they cut his his last leg off. They was gonna they thought he wasn't gonna make it. You know, and they, they, I had met him right when the second leg got cut off because they cut one of the legs, I cut the second leg off. And, uh, you know, and it was like, dang, man. And see, it's like, you know, it's good to see people with that type of mindset because he's a, he's a younger guy. And man, mm-hmm. most people would from that. You mm-hmm. know? And it's like it just showed you how how different did I know some people that would freak out off off the smallest thing. Mm. You know? mm. And I seen like who we used to be. I see like like pictures and you know what I'm saying? Of the who he used to be. And to go from that to that to be the, the one of them kind of guys that was the coolest guy in town, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a um, what you would call a um, a hood legend, right? You know, I mean, like really like a superstar amongst the people, you know, with with all the bad cars and all the women. This this one of them type dudes, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a question when it comes to uh, minimums. Uh, okay. Which one is better? The CMOS, getting your minerals off the CMOS, uh, or Shilajit? CMOS. Now, CMOS? Let, yeah, CMOS is better. No, but, but let me let me say this, though. The CMOS is better only for one reason. The absorption is better. But let's, okay, let's talk about better. Okay. okay, like when you taste your your sweat, what it tastes like? Salt. Yeah. And then you taste your blood. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you tasted your blood before. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you but, got a busted lip. You tasted your blood. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. see, that's 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 what that's what minerals in the ionic form. I mean, just pure minerals, you know. And that's what it's it gonna be that like, taste. Even when I think about it, you you I've taken sea moss in the gel form, just taking a spoonful of it, and it tastes like it's salty, like a tall salty uh, taste to it. Yeah. Yeah, Somewhat but I like salty. the question. Let me let me qualify the question. It's not better, but it's better to to absorb in your body. But let's let's look at something. See what you really want. You want minerals. You want every. You want to eat food and from four sources. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's that's when you got complete nutrition. You want one source, which you said from the rock. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect plant. From the rock, right? Mm-hmm. 
then you want a source from the soil. We always get stuff from, you know, um, vegetables, fruit. That's from the soil, mm-hmm. like land, right? Then you want something from the fresh water. We would mm-hmm. say algae, red, blue, blue-green algae. You know, um, one of my favorite plants, white pond lily. I love mm-hmm. that plant. You know, it's a real powerful cancer plant, a prostate plant. You know, mm-hmm. stop bleeding. The white pond lily is one of them plants. But there's lots of um, plants that you can get from fresh water. Then the final source is salt water. Mm-hmm. You know, corn, kelp, bladder rack, sea moss, dope, you know. So if you get if you get all four sources, you're gonna be good. What I like mm-hmm. about the plants that come off rocks, they have tons of oxygen in them. Mm-hmm. Tons, tons of oxygen that I use. It's called the thunder mm-hmm. It's a, a very, very powerful cancer in Very powerful. And um, it's, it's, it's loaded with oxygen. And it, it come off the, the rocks, you know. And the, the way this plant was taught to me, this lady's husband wanted to um, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And and um, they told her this plant that he, he could use you see, he was dying of cancer, right? And so he goes to the he goes up to this mountain and pull it off the rock. And as he was drinking the plant, he started healing. Instead of him dying, it kill him. So then the village people asked her to show her show them what he was drinking. And she was getting the wrong plant. The plant that was beside was the one that was supposed to kill him, but she was plucking the wrong one. And that's how they come up with this remnant. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? The ancestors gave it to her. And the man was trying to kill himself, and he wound up killing himself. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> off the rock. special. Okay, I, I I come across something called Solomon's Seal Root, uh, oh, root and Power. I what use that plant. I love that plant. Oh my God, that plant is amazing. I I like it for spiritual work too. You know, mm-hmm. you got you got some plants. Really, every plant can be used spiritually as well as um, physically. But what I like about this plant, man, that thing will make your bones and joints so strong. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I'm talking about it's strong. You know, that's how the fear rule they kill internal. Mm-hmm. But it'll make them joints.
strong and them bones strong. Mm. That's what I like oh, about sorry. it. Damn. Sorry. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay. Now when I, I was just when I use it when I use it for for spiritual purpose. I like it um, in whole root form. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, man, it's strengthening your body because cause the thing about it is it heal internal bleeding? Is it heal hemorrhoid? Mm-hmm. You know, it really adds strength to your body. Cause it, cause it, um, it draws up bleeding everything, as well as the um horse tail. You see. Mm-hmm. You know, it um, but it's it, it's really gonna fit in your body. Like if you got like lung bleeding, they say your lungs are bleeding. Right. Yeah, it'll, it'll help heal that too. But I really like it for the for the skeletal system, you know. And and it it also has like a, a um a, a effect where where it it's kind of relaxed, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's really strong for strengthening the body. I be having brothers tell me that when they drank it, it, it shit didn't help with their nature too. <laughs> really? It, it, yeah, because it, it it builds up the the body. Um, it reminds me of this plant called Ecombria. Mm-hmm. That plant also in the joint and made the body strong. You know. <laughs> Right. Um. Yeah. I just. I never. I just heard. I never heard of that one. So I saw that. I said, okay. What's that about? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But um, to drink it, I um, I like the pilot form. But when I'm doing spiritual work, I'm gonna use the whole. I don't want my root cut. I want it to be like longer pieces of root. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I was mixing together some um oregano and some yeah. mullen, a mullen tincture, mullenly tincture. Yeah. Yeah. And I accidentally put a little bit too much oregano in it. You know, I tasted it, but when I took that strong <laughs> dose. It was strong now. It burned, which it subsided, but it, it seemed like it almost instantly opened up my own, my yeah, airways. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't having problem breathing, but it just kind of, I could feel it just kind of open up that, the, uh, I, I could feel like, you know how when you open up, you can feel that, that like you get more air in. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the yeah, but it, it <laughs> took a while for that. Yeah, it's a shit to dry to, to, to calm down. But I said, oh, I think I stumbled on something here. That's Taking right. Them two together. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'll yeah, do is I'll take a drop, put it under my tongue, and leave it there, and then I'll swallow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that plant. The, um, I like the plants too. It, it's not just mm-hmm. potent as the oil. Mm-hmm. You know, and I ain't talking about the darn oregano. You got you got different grades of oregano. Now the one they mm-hmm. put on the salad, therapeutic, is the one mm-hmm. that you make as a tea. <laughs> No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's out, yeah, that, that's that's just yeah. You're not getting the benefits out of that stuff they're putting on salads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I try to put some. I didn't enjoy my salad the same. I put the high grade oregano. Yeah, yeah, because because it was so strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good plant. You know, um, it's a book that we used to sell, The, the Cures in the Cup Boy. Mm-hmm. By, by Issa um, Case. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that book, Well, actually, if you go to the Merck Manual, they got a oregano as a cure for certain things. I think it's like herpes. Yeah. Um, and a couple of other things. I got my hand on book on a book called The Lost Book of Herbal Remedies. You ever heard of that one? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You ain't never been you ain't never been to my house before, have you? No, I never been in your house, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Ain't nobody got a library even comparable to mine. <laughs> <laughs> and the niggas I'm say sure. they got books. But they say they got a thousand books, man. My my library is the most ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure I don't have. Uh, I mean, it's like nothing as expensive as yours. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, uh, like a lot of the books that we be selling, shit, man. I be be getting them for myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous, man. It's um, and I, I, my house, I just got a library. It's like my my shit, really the only thing I really got. Yeah, see, so those those are good plants that you that you miss them. Like very good plants. <laughs> but y'all don't hear a whole lot about them, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, the the best ones are not gonna get popular. Oregano has gotten um some good, you know, been pretty popular since the all been pretty popular since the Roman started. Mhm. You know. Yeah, everybody jumping on it now. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really that good. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 that good because um it's keeping people out of that hospital. I tell you that much. <laughs> well, yeah, you know when when um and she like you know now when you when you do it dealing with um, that herpes, it's mm. better to rub it. In your um, sacral nerve, mm-hmm. on your um, you want to rub it on now when you're dealing with with um that type of what um, nerve you said that, the oregano oil. But you I said what nerve? The nerve, the sacral nerve. You know where your um, because I heard you say that it, it, it helps with um. Herpes, but but you want to rub it on now. You get that. Mm-hmm. You get them. I heard the nerve part. I don't understand what that first word up was. The sacral, you know, the sacral nerve sacral with your tailbone. Nerve. That yeah, you just oh, rub it in that area. Towards your back. In your back. Yeah, it, but yeah. it's closer. It's like right above your the 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 um anus, but it's not on the anus. It's like you know the whole split on you. In your retina, mm-hmm. yeah, right above that. Oh, okay. yeah, because I was reading in it like I I got that Merck manual and I was looking at different man, conditions that man. people have, and it was just saying, oh, that and some other stuff. They had syphilis was turpentine, because mm-hmm. really syphilis is a parasite. I think it, oh, from what that's I That's right. And see, and see, all of them are parasites. Mm-hmm. Herpes is a parasite. All of them are parasites. Like, like, um, you know, when you when you look at all viruses and bacteria, mm-hmm. by definition, they're parasites. Because mm-hmm. I mean, in particularly viruses, because they they mm-hmm. don't, they're not alive. They have to live off something else. Mm-hmm. You know. Have to, they have to live live off something, and that's the, you know that's what they get that that's what they what they've been building off of with this um, nanotechnology. You mm-hmm. the same thing, you know. Somebody sent me a video with the mask, with the nanotech in the mask. Oh, mm. you know. I wouldn't doubt it. The mask. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt yeah. it, bro. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's the same thing, but it, it technically don't don't live. You mm-hmm. know, I definitely living off something else. That's how I survive. You know, and so it's it's real simple. All you do is just switch the environment. Yep. If you all take out the environment, make it in, make it in a beautiful, but you can't even survive in it. It'll correct you. Mm-hmm. You know, you change the environment. I'm starting to realize that mostly all the stuff that people they claiming people got is curable. That's right. 
and mainly curable through their diet. <laughs> That's right. Getting enough water and taking enough shit. Yeah. See, this is this what blocks most people. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know what the what what then happened to society where people are super patient. They they go to the doctor twenty mm-hmm. thirty years, mm-hmm. no Then when it comes to natural, they want it done with one application. The human yes, body is like that. You cut yourself. If you cut your hand, your hand don't heal that fast from an injury. No. You 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 know what I'm saying? Should I had a black eye one time? <laughs> Anything mm. took forever. Only reason why it took forever because you wanted it to heal faster because you didn't want to go out and let people see you had that black eye, so you was yeah. more focused on it. Yeah, that's right. Now the the um. You know the cocoa butter. Um, the cocoa butter speeded speeded it up, but shit, it went mm-hmm. fast enough. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, but nobody just people just don't have patience. You know, um, somebody was I was talking to somebody and it was like, well, if you don't work the first time, you know, I was like, man, you sound like a fool. Mm-mm. Your body has a healing time. Yes, your, your like self, most the self proliferation rate ain't that fast. Now, if the self proliferation rate is that fast, then it's cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, your cells don't proliferate that fast. See that up? Nope. I've seen. I had a situation where somebody's giving high blood pressure. And, you know, went to to get the advice. Oh, uh, and they wanted that advice. Oh, it, it's not working. And I mean, it wasn't even two weeks. And I'm like, okay, you can continue taking medication. All the medication going to do is uh, inhibit stuff naturally from happening. That's it. They'll lower the blood pressure, but it's going to cause other problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not fixing the problem. That's right. <laughs> and so. You know, they wanted instant results. I said, it's going to be about 90 days before you see some results. It, you know, you got to change your diet. You got to exercise. You got to start eating the right foods. You might need to just stop eating meats altogether for a while. That's you know? right. But, you know, it just wasn't. It, no, I was, you know, I was scared I was going to have these problems and this, that, and the other. And, and um. It's, you're right. They'll sit there and let a doctor play with them for years. I've seen this in my family. I'm, you know, people that are dead now. Mm-hmm. Play with them for years, and I, and then I break it down. All they're gonna do is treat you into hospice. And then after that, they're gonna say they don't can't do nothing. Just and start, you know, waiting for you to die. So yes, you're gonna right. sit here and let these people take stuff from you, cut your feet off, do all this stuff, and you can't. And get no results, but here we're talking about trying something else. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing, well, you know, right. I don't know. I don't want to die. I said, you're dying. Every day you want, you're dying already. That's just right. Wanna, you just, what you're saying is you don't want to die fast. You don't want to die now. But you are going to die. That's right. Let's, let's get that. Let's, 
let's get that let's get to the understanding of life cycle of life is you come into this world and you will go back out this body is going right. back to where it came from <laughs> did you know something though it seems yeah. like that the older uh, the older a person is the most scary they start acting because mm-hmm. I've never seen fear I don't remember my grandmama them being that scared when they was my parents' age. Well, you didn't have all that news cycle back then. You didn't yeah. have all the promotion of fear back then. Now, most older people are sitting in, they got a news that they will watch religiously. Morning, noon, they're taking in bad news in the morning, they're taking it in in the mid-afternoon, and then they're taking it right before they go to bed. They're getting a daily dose that- of fear. They just so that's what they not they're not scared than our grandparents. It's just they just get more under stimulation. Mm-hmm. They getting yeah, it's more. You know, back then we didn't we didn't have all that news stuff. We didn't watch all the you know we watch news here and there, but now you got cable with news is everywhere. And then you got social media is everywhere. You know, you can't even get away from the news if you wanted to sometimes because you pull up your phone, something pop up. You know what I'm saying? So, then on top of that, you got more people. You go outside, everybody talking about COVID, or they talking about wearing a mask, or the the the, the injection. They all talk. It, it just it's more concentration of bad news getting to people now. It damn sure gonna be in the conversation with whoever mm-hmm. you encounter in some mm-hmm. capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went out to dinner with my friends, and they wanted to talk about George Floyd and how they felt about that. We were talking about that. I mean, I know it was a bad situation, but I try not to feed myself that negativity. I know bad shit is happening everywhere. But if I'm not going to go out there and do something about it, then why am I having a conversation about it constantly? What's the point? You know? But hey, you got two minutes left, brother. I know you're going to go ahead yeah. and um, so, get your information you know, out there. You know, uh, we if you need any help, your counseling or anything to, to keep your immune system supercharged, call us at 803-661-8945. We're located in Columbia, South Carolina on 7201 Park Lane Road. All right, bro. All right, peace. Hey, thank you. All right, have a good one. All right. You too, brother. Peace.